0: It's food for the soul and the body, which is so hard to find. So if you want to learn more about Entrepreneur Meal Plan, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, go to EntrepreneurMealPlan.com. The Why Watch That TV Talk.
1: Well, listeners, it is the end of June, the beginning of summer, and I'm still in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what y'all doing,
0: mm. critic. I'm in my house. You know where I am. <laughs> I thought about going outside for a walk today. Oh. <clears throat> I'm well, going to do it tomorrow. I promise myself.
1: Well done. You know, I... would um. I was going I I was going for walks frequently like almost every every day sometimes twice a day. Ooh. And lately <laughs> I've just been, you know, you don't want to bury your head in the news. It's just a lot happening in our in yeah. uh, specifically I
0: don't talk- watch the news anymore. Frankly. Good for you. Mm-mm, I don't read it, I don't watch it, y'all. And Good you know you. I used to consume news.
1: Yes, I would get my news from you. <laughs> <laughs> But no, no, summer is officially here and what a year 2020 has been. Mm -hmm. Now, as you'll notice for this episode, (laughs) we have a few things to talk about because quite frankly, we are coming to, and I don't want to say the bottom of the barrel, that's not what I mean by that, but we're coming to where at some point we're going to run out of content To talk about because content isn't being shot. Yeah. And um, most of the, just from my knowledge, um, all of American um, narrative feature uh, union stuff has come to a halt. And I know they're working hard to get things done. This is America. I know Canada is starting to look into things. Mm -hmm. And of course, Europe is um, figuring out what they're going to do. And Australia, um, New And Australia as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They are revving up, um, from my understanding, in the trades. They're starting to figure out some things. And soon before you know it, it's going to be go time. But until then. We don't have a lot to talk about. It
0: will okay. be—it'll be international shows. They've it already lined a- them up. Get ready, folks.
1: <laughs> or, or we'll just do some throwbacks, some things. That, how we do will. you make the best use of your? <laughs> we'll talk or about big millions. There instance. you go. <laughs> right. Right. But you did get a chance to see a a few things that you wanted to talk about. And I'm excited because one of them in particular, I've been looking forward to because I've had a personal connection with it. Um, But let's not start there. Let's start with a new series called Love, Victor. Now that's love, Victor. And some of you are like, what is this? Well, I hear that it's a spinoff. Of that film, Love, Simon. And right now, it's on Hulu, Love, Victor. And it's about 10 episodes. I'm curious as to what this is all about. Hulu, again, we salute you. Do we salute you here, is the question.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, Love, Simon, which I I did see Love, Simon, the movie, um, which was a hit. Um, and, and Love, Simon is about a a kid in high school who's in the closet and, you know, he decides to come out, but the style of it is like a eighties, nineties teen movie. Um, so Love, Victor, what happens is Victor is the titular character, obviously, and he comes, he moves with his family from Texas to Atlanta to be in the school that Simon was in. So Simon has graduated. So now he's come and he has a similar journey to go through as Simon but the question is how is he going to do it does he even know what he's interested in now Victor is in a Latin family okay so that adds a little dimension to this it's a little different when you have that going on now when he starts at this school He does have someone who, is he a friend or not? We don't know, who lives in the same building as Victor and his family. And, you know, he's the kind of guy that you watch these teen movies and he's supposed to be the geeky guy, but he's really not that geeky in real life. So it's that kind of guy. He's there, he lives above them and he wants to always be with Victor and his family. You know, he doesn't want to go home, essentially. Why? Now, Victor's family, his mother and father are there. He has a younger sister who's going to the same high school. Um, Victor's 16, she's a freshman. And they have a younger brother who's, you know, in elementary school and is clueless, of course. So Victor ends up going to the school. They find out that Victor's a wonderful basketball player. The coach is like, hey, you need to come on this team. And the star player of the team at the moment may not be so happy to have Victor come in and steal his thunder. So what's the outcome of that? And then as we move forward, the most popular girl in school kind of keeps to herself. Everybody's interested in in her. Well, Victor and she get together. And Victor likes her. Now, during this whole thing, his plan was to come to the school and reinvent himself, actually be his authentic self and be out. But the family's an issue and the school who he knew Simon went to and he thought they would be open arms when it comes to him coming out of the closet, he's getting signals that maybe not because there is already a guy at the school who is open and honest about who he is, has a boyfriend. How is he received? And what's gonna go on with him and Victor? So Victor has to pump his brakes. And as a result of that, he reaches out, he messages Simon just says, hey, you know, you have this wonderful, all these wonderful posts, everything like that, but that's not my experience. Simon writes back, writes in quotes back, and they start having a dialogue that way. And Simon is trying to help him navigate the situation in the best way that Simon can. And we know from the movie that Simon's a great guy, he's very nice and all of that. So we see that come through. And uh, we do have voiceovers from Simon in the show. So the question is, what is Victor's truth? Does he find it? Is he able to share it? And what's the fallout of that for the people around him? Because if he doesn't figure it out, but he's dating people and other things like that, what's gonna happen? What happens if his true feelings leak out? How is that gonna be received? So that's what happens in season one. And I'll say, if you're comparing it to uh, the movie, I would say Love, Victor isn't quite as good. And here's why. The movie is a movie. You get through this arc in under two hours. By the time Victor starts moving through and closer to where we need to get to, I mean, it takes longer than two hours in the show. So watching it's kind of like for Victor's story, it's like, okay, you either move this forward or, you know, we're stagnating. However, what they have done is everybody in this show has a secret. That's the thing. It's not just Victor. So his friend guy who lives in the apartment building, what's his secret? The girl he's gonna date, what's going on with her family life? Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, Makai Pfeiffer plays her father, which is hilarious for me. Hmm. And then moving forward, she has a friend. What's going on with her? Her mother is uh, the most popular news anchor in Atlanta. What's that life like? Victor's parents, they have a big old secret that leaks out. His sister, what's going on with her? Not the the younger brother, thankfully. He has no secrets. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But everybody here has something. So they pepper that in enough where there's something being revealed as you go through the 10 episodes. So I finished it. Each episode is about a half an hour. Um, if you like 80s, 90s teen movies, um, and this, you like, love Simon, you probably like this as well. In moments, it reminded me of Teen Wolf, of all things, because of the basketball. <laughs> so, you know, that's my kind of thing, Ref. I know both of us like that genre. Um, so I, I, overall, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Um, I know that some people may want them to go further than they do, but that's not really... The goal here, it wasn't In Love, Simon. It's not Here, In Love, Victor. Um, and I will be watching the next uh, season. I will check in on, on that if it Interesting.
1: interests me. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. I'm glad that um, Hulu is really having a long streak with that turning, you know, movies into TV shows, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but I'm glad to hear that you were interested enough to carry it across the finish line. Now, Perry Mason. Now, some of you immediately thought, what?
0: That... <laughs> right?
1: That 80s? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Was it the 80s? What are you talking about, Perry Mason? Well, HBO has a new series, Limited, out starring Matthew Rhys, one of our favorites from the Americans and from um, many other things that we just love. Along with John Lithgow and, oh, Tatiana Mosley and uh, just an amazing cast. Well, guess what? It's on HBO. And this is a prequel, if you will, to all of that, all of the Perry Mason uh, TV shows that we grew up kind of watching in the background as we were playing with our toys and, you know, in Perry Mason, they always had that scene, right? That scene, that... That where the person breaks down on the, (laughs) you know, uh, witness stand, and then he brings it all together for us. Well, this ain't your mama's Perry Mason. I'm just saying it's on HBO. Your your grandmother's, your great grandmother's. I I don't know who's Perry Mason. This is, (laughs) because I I was I I didn't get to watch the entire first episode. You did. You watched the first two episodes, and I'll tell you what the first what, Mm. ten minutes. Mm-hmm. I knew immediately this isn't my mama's Perry Mason. <laughs> boy, oh boy, you got people running around, they you know, in their birthday suits, eating pumpkin pie in places you wouldn't normally eat pumpkin pie. Oh, Lord. Take uh, it. I can't even talk about it anymore. Yes. I don't know if I'll ever eat pumpkin pie again. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and this has nothing to do with, yeah, I mean, the original. No, (laughs) Perry Mason on CBS that ran originally from 1957 to 1966.
1: No, this is not it. So, wait, um, did it come back? It came back in the 80s.
0: It may have, but that was, that's Perry Mason. Yes. Um, And, you know, it's been in syndication. Uh, Now it is on, if you have CBS All Access, you can watch it, Uh, all of Perry Mason, the original. Um, and I actually went and sneaked a look at the first episode just to remind myself. Um, so this Perry Mason, the miniseries, Perry Mason is not a lawyer. He's a private investigator. And it's 1931. So he is a war vet. And he's haunted by the war. Why? You'll find out. He also lives on his family's farm alone. Somebody wants to buy it. <laughs> okay
1: in more ways than one
0: (laughs) and that's a character lupe uh, played by veronica falcone who was in the queen of the south i was geared to say i knew you were gonna say (laughs) chewing scenery so i knew when i saw her i was like oh we're in for it (laughs) and i'll tell you this they do have a sex scene everybody is one of the funniest things you'll see on tv this year okay so whoa so she you know okay we have this you know. Latinx, uh female pilot who wants to buy the farm? It's like, where does this come from? All right. Oh, yeah. Now, the main thing that's happening in this episode, like you were saying from the beginning, is a couple has had their baby kidnapped, abducted. And there's a ransom they have to leave to get the baby. Okay? So they get this money together. It's a lot of money. It would be a lot of money today.
1: I mean, it's a lot of money. That's a lot of money.
0: It's a lot of money for 80 years ago. Or more mm-hmm. than 90.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. It's probably it's probably worth maybe like 10 million. Yeah, it's a lot of money.
0: Rough, roughly 10 million in our So they had they rush out once they leave the money to go get the baby. I won't tell you how this happens. What do they find in the blanket? That's the question. Now, this leads to a big problem and needs to be investigated. Now, Perry Mason, he doesn't have a lot of money. He's not doing well. His prospects aren't high. He does have this this job he has for a studio investigating one of their stars because obviously they don't want this star anymore. They want him out, and they have morals, clauses, and all of this. But he discovers something else, and he maybe wants to milk the studio for more money. How does that turn out? Now in the midst of this there is a lawyer who gives him cases every now and then to investigate played by John Lithgow.
1: Oh. And that and he looks like the Perry Mason we would we would
0: we come Exactly. To know. Holding the hat all of that. He walks into Perry's house and is kind of looking around like, "Okay, <laughs> you need some help." And Perry's <laughs> like, "Where have you been?" He's like, "Look, I look. I will give you work when I get it, bruh." <laughs> so, he brings Perry into this couple's case with the missing child and all of that. Now, why? And he says, look, this is an important case because the person who is financing this has a lot of money. And this guy, along with this couple, they are all roped into this church. So this is the kind of church where you have, you know, this would be on television if they had it. And Tatiana Maslani plays the preacher, okay? So she is Sister Alice McKeegan. And her mother, by the way, is played by Lily Taylor. Oh, boy. So that's a right pair, okay? Now, you don't get to them until episode two. We don't see the church anymore until episode two. So what's going on with the church? What's happening? Also, Perry does have a guy he works with interesting, uh, bloke. You'll see what their relationship is. I won't tell you because it's not revealed until episode two, but there's something going on there. Why Perry works with him? You'll find that out. And as the, uh, two episodes progress, Perry starts to find more and more about this case that is strange. What's going on with this couple? What happened with the people who kidnapped the baby? What about the police, the detectives? What are they up to, by the way? And in episode two, we get a perspective of a black cop in 1931. He finds something that ties into this case, and he's very smart, maybe too smart. And at this time, ain't no black detectives. So we'll see how all of this comes together. We also have Juliet uh, Rylance's character, and she's there working with Perry, kind of, but they have this kind of, uh, you know, love-hate relationship. So all of this stuff is going on. But now for the review. In episode one, I was watching it, ref, I was kind of like, okay, this is kind of like if they use our modern technology, If, if we had people from the 50s, if we gave them our modern technology, that's kind of what they would do with it. It's this noir-ish kind of thing they're doing. Right. And when they're in the car, it's like, you know, throwback, like almost uh, all about Eve-style car riding, camera work. It's like, okay, is that what y'all are doing? And a lot of episode one is Perry's brooding. Mm-hmm. He's sulking. He's drinking. You know, he's, <laughs> he's down on his luck. He wants money. <laughs> you know, he's haunted by the past. He's on the stand, and you know his past comes up, and he's very upset about what's <laughs> revealed. That's it's a lot of emoting and brooding yeah. and yeah. all of that. You and you get the whole baby thing is strange i'll just put the whole thing they did with the baby the way the look yeah. of it was weird um and so that's a lot of it you get a you get some of the detectives are they trustworthy or not that kind of stuff to me ref i was watching the first episode going it's missing a lot of stuff
1: yeah yeah
0: and the one thing i thought to fix it was they needed a voiceover from perry mm. mason if you're gonna do noir, give him the voiceover. I don't need to know everything. Mm-hmm. Give him a voiceover, show his intelligence, show his nasty sense of humor, and then we, it would have gelled. All of that yeah. dead space would have worked. Like somebody says something, we hear from him, you know, where he goes, jerk. Like just that much would have done it. Mm-hmm. But we didn't get that, friends. So then I'm like, okay, I gotta watch the second episode. Let me see. The second episode is like a completely different show. I don't know what happened. Completely Mm. different. This. The whole old school thing is gone. It still has the look and the costume, but it's gone. The pacing huh. all of a sudden works. We get Tatiana Maslali coming in. We got uh, the black cop coming in, played by Chris Chalk. I mean, we all of the stuff is happening. The, the people are playing off of each other. They're bouncing from scene to scene. Veronica Falcone is gone. Hmm. We get more about what happened to him in the war, which explains some stuff. So I will tell you if you want the P.I. kind of show, that's episode two. It's not episode one. Who Mm. knows what's going to happen in episode three? I mean, it's a limited series. So, I mean, I'm assuming that episode two is what they're going to do. And I'll tell you, I wouldn't call it very good in episode two, but it was good. I want to see episode three. And it had humor. I mean, it was just... Tatiana Maslany as the preacher was just hilarious mm. and, and Lily Taylor as mama sitting behind her and in one scene she's like what, what was that I mean you know it's just like <laughs> where was this in episode one so if you're interested you've got to make it to episode two if you really want to know whether this is the Perry Mason for you or not
1: there it is and there was one in the 80s um, mm. uh, so there it is they revived it wow and... yeah. What are you gonna do? I don't. Now, know. let's talk about this. Marcella is back on Netflix. Now, you have—I think this is season three. You watched um, the—you've watched it up into its entirety. And the reason why we're kind of going, huh, is because they had a slight hiatus, shall we say? I mean, it's—it's yeah. it's been a couple of years. So, I'm not sure what's going on here. I'm eager to hear while all of a sudden we have it now back in our lives. Um, <laughs> does anybody return with it? I mean, there's a lot of questioning going on here with Marcella. <laughs> it's not Marcella. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and, you know, all each, ep- each season, I should say, it's eight episodes, so it's not a lot. Um, and the time frame um, in the show goes forward about the same amount of time. Mm -hmm. Um, So in season three, now Warchella is um, in the beginning of the whole series. She's a retired uh, detective. She's home. She has uh, two teenage uh, children. She's taken care of. She's got the husband, all of that. And um, a detective comes back into her life about this case that she was on years ago. And wants to know her perspective. Maybe there's this break. She gets pulled back in. But something happened in her cast that was very tragic and has caused a mental problem. Mm. She has lapses in memory. Oh. She'll come to and not know what she's done, what's happened. And that worsens over the first two seasons. Right. And at the end of season two, I'll just tell you, she's presumed dead. Okay. Now, we get to season three. Family is gone. Marcella, because she's presumed dead, a cop comes to her. She's like down and out on the streets and says, hey, you're the perfect person. I need you to go undercover because everybody thinks you're dead. And I need you to go to this family. I think they're in Ireland. And be undercover. It's a crime family. We need to get to the bottom of them. You need to infiltrate. You're gonna start with their lawyer, or that, I mean, their financial guy. Get in good with him. She does. <laughs> she ends up at the family dentist. Hmm. And I'll tell you that she doesn't stop at the financial guy. <laughs> okay. No. Well, She's she, working her way up. I was scared, she
1: working through the room? She sure is.
0: <laughs> and this family is led by a matriarch with a heart of stone. This woman is looking at her. She got a little cane looking at her. Because <laughs> she she's had some health problems, the matriarch. But she's looking at Marcella going, I don't know about you.
1: Mm-hmm. What
0: are you doing here?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Where'd you come from? Now, the family knows that she used to be a cop. That's a part of her cover. Also, her grandparents are from this town. They're, they're dead and gone. Mm. So, you know, that's it. But they don't know she's Marcella. Oh, okay. Okay, she's now Kira. Kira was a former cop. And if she encounters somebody who knew as Marcella, how does she respond? Hmm. It's Kira, it's Kira. <laughs> now, the question is, because we know Marcella, does she really believe she's Kira? Or is it really just the undercover cop? Oh, you don't
1: know. Lord. Oh, this poor
0: woman. Now, in this matriarch's family, she has two sons. One of whom has brain for days, but he has phobias. He lives alone all the way up at the top of the house and don't touch him. Hmm. But he has cameras everywhere and he has wonderful computers and he digs into stuff. He also likes to watch for a little peephole at people. No. Now, (laughs) the younger son, he's the opposite. He's out and about, he's physical, but he ain't got the brains. And mama bear knows this, she knows her sons. So the question is, can the matriarch hold on to this family, to the power or not? Especially with the state of her health. Now, they also have a sister, the matriarch's daughter, who has a husband who's in on the family business, but the husband don't understand how to be in his family. He Mm. keeps making decisions that get in the way. And you know when you get in the way and you're in a crime family, you might not stay in the way. Okay. People do not last. Now, what is Marcella going to do? She's an undercover cop. Does she try to help people or not? How does she keep her cover? And so on and so forth. Also, the younger son, he has a little secret. I'll tell you that. And he's protected by somebody who is in prison at the beginning of this season but gets out. I'll tell you that. So in the end, the question is, can Marcella keep her sanity? We always have to ask that. Does she still suffer from the blackouts? Because she came to grips with what was causing it, as we learned as viewers what was happening uh, after season two. Also, this detective from the beginning who came to get her help, what's his role now in season three? Does he think that Marcella's dead? That's the question. And in the end, does she succeed? And what in the world is going on with the guy who came and got her off to the streets and put her in this undercover situation? Right. Why would he do that with somebody who is so unstable? Hmm. Hmm. I'll say for season three, we needed this. Oh. We needed to get away from the first two seasons, the whole family and the husband who left her and the kids who were looking at her sideways, understandably. You know, it's this whole mystery with something that was going on with her that's causing the memory losses. And we just needed this. She's on mm. the cover now. It's completely different. Most of the cast is different. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you that Miss Anna Friel ain't no joke as an actor. Yeah. I mean, I she is always on. You're always going, what is she thinking? Is this... Sanity or not, I don't know. Always on. I want her and um, uh, who plays the queen? The, who played the queen? In which queen? Uh, <laughs> 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 the crowd. The crowd. I'm forgetting a name. The first one. The first. Yeah. Claire Foy. Yes. Okay. Claire Foy. I want the two of them to get together and do something. That would be very interesting.
1: Well, so, she was in her. She, remember that TV show, Pushing Daisies. Yes. She was the star of that.
0: Mm. So here, well, it, it ain't listen. pushing daisies. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. I enjoyed it. It is crazy. Like, if you've watched Marcella, you know from the beginning it's crazy. This always, it ends in a Shakespearean manner. This season three, I'll tell you that. Because <laughs> Marcella it is telling people, don't show up. I got this. Does she? Mm-hmm. And what does I got this mean? So I enjoyed watching it. It is entertainment. It is craziness. You will know from the beginning whether this is the show for you or not. And I will see in season four. Who knows where she'll be? I, I don't know. But there you go. That's my review.
1: Well, there you have it. it not a lot, but some pretty meaty. I think our theme is, is secrets. Mm secrets like, yes. people are carrying secrets in all three of these uh tv shows we are going to do the best that we can scrape in every nook and cranny you know when you you're at the end of the, your peanut butter jar you just really have to get a knife in there and just scrape it along well Ooh. we will do that for you listeners because <laughs> hollywood's gonna do the best they can to make it happen and we'll do the best that we can to tell you about it